0: This podcast is sweeter than honey, but not as sweet as a house and land package in Honeywood from just 400000 dollars
1: Shut up, the, the away. Isuzu are talking amazing deals on D-Max Ute with a 4x4 LSM from just $39,990 drive away. And Clazzy, Shane, and Kimber are talking footy with Matt Prittis from the West Coast Eagles.
2: Hey, we're a couple of days from a huge test for the Eagles against the Cats. Geelong coming over, Domain Stadium Sunday afternoon, the Brownlow medalist, Matty Prittis. How are you, mate?
3: Very well, guys. Yeah, it's a big game. We're excited.
2: Yeah, Matt, let's get back to last week. Um, <laughs> I've been showing you photos. It's on our Facebook the
0: Vision as well. Uh, Matt uh, scored a goal, I think it was about 11 minutes to go in the th- uh, third <laughs> quarter. Mm. A fantastic snap. Now, this was at uh, Eddie Had, right? Yes. So you know the replay screen where it is in your head. And yeah, Matt's uh, actually looking up. Uh, I think he's trying to see whether the snap was as good as he thought. Golden. I've got photos here. I've just, look, you're having a drink there and you're looking up. Has it, has it played yet? Oh, look at that
3: one. Has it played yet? <laughs> oh, sneaky
2: I love the sneaky eyes.
3: Yeah, I can't deny that. It's, um,
0: but do you, or uh, yeah. play, as players, uh, Hayden Ballantyne admitted, he said, "If I do you know, good mark or whatever, you'll check it out on the on the big screen." Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's a good opportunity to have a little look, obviously. But um, yeah, I think there's lots. Of, there's a scoreboard up there. That's uh, oh, is that what you're doing. things going the yeah, right. so oh, good all on. good sort on of so. like you. If you
1: were watching any sport though, and you saw a really good mark or you saw a really good goal, everyone wants the replay. You're like, when is it coming? I can that make exactly sense. Right,
0: well, it's fantastic for uh, us as West Coast supporters to see it again. Um, but I don't know whether they play, replayed it at uh, Etihad. But if you want to check out uh,
2: Matt's reaction to his
0: fantastic snap, yeah. 11 minutes to go in the third quarter. Uh, check it out at
2: our Facebook at mix.com.au. I think he was checking how many disposals his opponent had had.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, Matt, uh, I don't know. I don't want to be disrespectful, but Nat Fife is the new black right now. But bookies have left him out of the vote for the Brownlow because uh, it, it's just at the moment, it's just looking a bit too uh, one eyed. And, and so, guess who is right behind him?
3: Nat Fife is unbelievable at the moment. He um, His consistency is fantastic. And. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, a ploy by the, by the bookies, but um, it's probably a right call too. So. Well,
1: they've pulled him out, but you're next in line. You're paying out at seven bucks. There's $7 riding on you. Can you guarantee my returns? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd stay away from all that sort of stuff. <laughs> just, just go for the Eagles and, uh, and I'll be happy. Or, oh, okay. <laughs> when we have the
0: Derby, pick a fight with Fifey, get him reported. Oh, yeah,
2: good on you.
3: Good chat. I don't
1: like a, the chances of that. If, no, no, if you no, no, win a sorry. second Brownlow, though, is it just as big an honour as taking it out the first time?
3: Oh, the Brownlow medal, regardless, it's a huge honour. Um, It's something I'm very proud of and, you know, especially once my career's finished, I'll be able to look back and really enjoy that and um, realise, you know, how special it is. Well,
0: we can
2: see how special it is. He's wearing it today. He is. (laughs) He's got it on. (laughs)
3: Hey, Matty,
2: I've got to say, mate, you're listening to Eagles fans at Domain Stadium this year, it's been very, very loud. Now, is it when things are going well for the team, are the fans a lot louder? Because I just noticed last season it was a lot quieter.
3: Yeah, well, we didn't win too many home games last year, yeah. so obviously they're right behind us and it's a fantastic stadium once it's once it's full and the atm- atmosphere's right up it's um it's a great place to play footy and um you know some of those freer games it's been huge so with yeah. their finals against Sydney a couple of years ago I remember I was there and it was it was huge so um, great place to play footy. Massive vibe.
0: <laughs> Man, I can't stand those fickle West Coast fans. you just get on
1: board and stay on board. <laughs> That's idiots. what I am. Do you know, he's got a reversible jersey, <laughs> so when he leaves the game, if you haven't won, he can just flip it inside no,
2: out. He, he texts me after Frio game sometimes. I
1: okay? go, yeah. you get on your turn, <laughs> <laughs>
0: The test begins for West Coast. Now, a lot of people suggest the next month is going to be uh, a sign of where they sit. Mm. West Coast played Geelong on uh, Sunday. Now... Hawkins is a uh, place for Geelong. He's a man mountain. Who would you get to play uh, against him on, on the day?
3: Yeah, so we got Will Schofield, Jeremy McGovern. Those yep. two boys have been fantastic. Are they the same us. height as him? Yeah, pretty similar. Obviously, yeah. giving away a few kgs. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they're playing as a back six. They're really playing for each other and helping each other out. So... We'll play to our structures and hopefully we can get the done with the midfield pressure yep. and that'll help them out a lot as well. Well, you told mm. us last
1: week that um, you do eat chocolate chip cookies uh, when you're flying with Virgin, when you get into the lounge there. And you said it gives you motivation to exercise and work harder because you think you don't want to put in any kilos. Yep. So because we want you to play a really good game mm. on the weekend and we, and we encourage you and we support you 100%. We've got a jersey for you, a special jersey. Yep, it's yeah.
0: covered in bickies. It's, it's, c- it's got some bickies.
1: We'd like to thank uh, your
2: mate, and, and you put lecker in it, so Mike Lecra- it wasn't Mike Lecrae, was it was Sharon Wellingham who dobbed you into, it it was, into Shano's. Yeah, it I saw him out
3: socially. Yep, yeah.
2: so the bickies have been stitched on there for you, mate, so when you feel like a little, and don't share them with your teammates, you don't want to do that.
3: Uh, that's a lot better than carbo shots, so um <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. wouldn't doing that. Just running Look around out. with a couple of kilos of
2: yep. biscuits on your jumper.
3: They're so easily accessible
1: too. You don't have to worry about unzipping a pocket or anything, they're right there. They're a good size. Too nice and
3: big, we'll <laughs> get a photo of the chocolate
2: chip cookies on the uh, West Coast Eagles jumper and we'll put it up on uh, the Mix uh, 94.5 Facebook page today. Thanks, then, guys. Hey, good luck on the weekend, bud. Thank you. Tonight, you can see him live doing his little thing. We speak of an evening with Manu. Where kitchen warehouse in Aussie Park and Scarborough Beach Road. Manu is in town, mate. Good to see ya Hello, <laughs> hey Manu. I love this drum, Did you <laughs> like drum? drum. yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Tell us, mate, you're in Perth for a little while. Um, will you go out and dine out much, or will you just, you know, sit in the hotel and get some uh, no. dine in?
4: Well, um, I've got my little girl with me. It's only four months old, oh. so if she, if she is going to be a good girl, we'll, we'll dine out. Yes, <laughs> I, I love dining out every time I go around Australia. Yeah. So and there's always new places and new restaurants, and especially Perth. It's like in the last five years, it's just kind of. Got bigger in the restaurant world. So, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, And as a dad, mate, my girl's fourteen. Yours is four months. You put that photo of Charlie on Twitter this week, and I just <laughs> melted. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I know she's gorgeous, but she woke me up at four o'clock in oh, the morning. Okay, and
2: she wasn't gorgeous then. No, no, no <laughs> of course not. That's their job.
1: <laughs> Manu, there's a new collection of appliances, chasses latte collection at Kitchen Warehouse in Osborne Park. So you're going out there tonight doing a bit of a demonstration. Basically, people are going to buy tickets to dine with you. Who yep. would you pay to dine with?
4: Oh. I love to dine with who who. Um,
1: you pay good money to go and just have dinner with them or hang out with them. No, I wouldn't pay money. <laughs> 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 what
0: about Nobu? Have you really? met him?
1: No, I haven't.
4: I haven't met him, but I, I love what he does. I, yeah, I, I his mean, food's awesome. Whoever can run uh, more than one restaurant around the world, <laughs> I take my hat off to him. Doing you. okay? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, no, Nobu's. A, I, I know, is you know, I know of he's, him. Yeah, but I've never it, met him, but. Um, I don't know this this I don't know It's sort of, it's a hard question to answer um, mm-hmm. um, It has to be no. a pretty girl Or something
1: <laughs> like this, Oh okay
4: you know?
2: Yeah So yeah. if it's Giselle or someone Maybe uh, or, Supermodel
4: um, Or Um Angelina Jolie, okay. perhaps. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She'd have like a lot the, to offer. I, I, think like the have a oh, I think she's got a lot to offer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was
1: talking more than physically. Oh, you're but, about conversation, well, right? you know, Yeah, I was actually <laughs> oh, thinking about, conversation, about <laughs> decent human traits, but that's <laughs> fine.
2: Hey, but one of the things I noticed that you and Pete uh, hammered home this, uh, and it surprised me a bit because I'm such a sweet tooth, is uh, when uh, on My Kitchen Rules this uh, season just gone, is the dessert, criticising people for being too sweet. So do you, you know, because there's a lot of talk now about the uh, the combination of savoury and sweet with salted caramel and uh, chocolate with Vegemite and all that kind of stuff.
4: We we tra- <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. um, we try to make cooks understand that it's not because you put a whole heap of sugar that it becomes a dessert. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's still cooking, and you still have need a balance between sugar and presenting a dessert mm. and that's that's what we think yeah. um you know if you've got a beautiful dark uh bitter chocolate mousse and then if you've got some a chocolate mousse with a lot of sugar and a lot of crap chocolate in it it, it makes it it's very different yeah mm.
2: too sickly yeah mm.
4: yeah you yeah. want to go back to it you just want to have two spoons and go, oh, yeah because it it's normally
2: the end of your meal so yeah, yeah. Mate, I nice. was
0: doing some uh, chef work this week. I did a, a nice uh, pear dessert. I, I think you saw the video. I I, I, I did follow Do the recipe, and I thought it was this? quite a lot easier to follow a recipe than just to make up stuff. Um, you were saying off air that dessert is a is a meal that needs to be followed as far as a, a recipe.
4: It's more science than savoury, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was saying if you want to do a souffle and you need to do your creme patissiere and put your fruit through it and then the egg whites and then the sugar and put it in the oven at a certain temperature for a certain time. Mm. That's how it works. (laughs) I'm never going to cook that dish. (laughs) If you do a stew, you put it in the oven at 160 instead of 170 and you put it for three hours instead of two and a half hours. Mm it doesn't really matter as still such stay the
3: same, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah That's,
1: you can fix that, it afterwards you can add some salt or chili exactly. or and anything. and the other
0: thing you were saying off the air is how awesome my meal was that i prepared there at the did you uh, mention that or? the kitchen the oh, cooking I, professor yeah the cooking I
4: professor don't think that was my language <laughs> but um you you did give it a good go and and i think i said Keep your day job. Okay. Yeah, that you. was it, Thank
1: <laughs> you. Yeah. Now, my kitchen rules, we all know, the, con- the contestants tell us that it can take them three or four hours to get a dish out to you guys, and you're out there for a long time. Have you ever microwaved any of the meals afterwards just to make it edible, <laughs> just because you're starving? That's what's on offer, and cold meals can be awful. No, no, we we don't do
4: that. And and there's something, obviously, we do a lot of things that's not shown on, on, on air, but Pete and I are constantly on, in the kitchen, where what well, not snacking, <laughs> but trying, trying, trying every steps. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, trying every steps basically, so we know that by the end, when the plates come in, it's not necessarily. As hot as we like to have it Uh, So mm -hmm. we are in the kitchen beforehand Mm. Making sure we've tasted everything before Oh, okay, so
1: you get a real genuine So So then we judge what what we had
4: before Not we have Yeah, ah, but you you don't get
1: to enjoy any food Like you're not really, yeah you're starving. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thirsty. We
4: can't drink either. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Well, because yeah, you yeah. need the TV content. Yeah, you don't want to be right. slurring. Yeah, I'll, yeah, people would well, still watch ha- the show ha- though. Half of the people can't even understand my French accent. So I'm imagine if I drink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Manu was entertaining <laughs> last night.
4: Yeah, wow. well, mate,
2: have fun while you're here. We've turned on a bit of uh, autumnal weather for you. It's going to be like 20 in beautiful uh, in town. So
4: I didn't even put a jacket this morning uh, at six o'clock. I love
2: it. That's oh, perfect. Oh, It's not really cold. Kitchen Warehouse. We're talking no about Melville tomorrow. Aussie and I have fun while you're here. Cheers, guys. Thanks, mate. Good. good. Tell us a, a bit of what you've been
0: up to lately in the search for an answer with the Claremont serial killers, which is, uh, I believe, January next year is 20 years.
5: 20 years. Yeah, 20 years since Sarah Spears went missing. Mm. Um, it is the longest active criminal investigation in the country and mm. also the most expensive in Australian history. Yeah. Now, and-
0: you've gone further. What have you, who have you been calling? Well, we've been trying to talk to the police for
5: the last five months. WA police, to give us any information, to put someone up and say, look, this is what we we know, or this is what we hope we'll find. Perhaps someone can come forward. Someone might know something. They've refused point blank to talk about it, which is an unusual position considering that the criticism of macro over the years has been secrecy. Mm. And you don't know what they're doing. I mean, they're saying that it's an active investigation.
1: But how active is active? You don't know if they're working on it 40 hours a week. Exactly. I'm
5: saying it's someone there every day Mm. On leads and 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 you got to ask the question: After nineteen years, what do you
0: have? Do you think that they have a fear that they might look inept?
5: Um, I think there has been a lot of criticism of Macro, and I think they're wary of that. So maybe they're worried about you know just putting someone up and actually having to answer some questions. Mm. Right. You probably remember the Jane Rimmer video, the security vision that was released and kept for twelve years yes. before they yeah. they released it. Yeah. yeah. You know they're conceding now, and they've conceded. In, you know, in my story, that it's probably a mistake. It was probably a mistake. They've lost the opportunity to identify the guy that she was talking to in that video.
2: Right. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So uh, let's just retrace this case just a little bit. There were two bodies found, two but bodies found Sarah Spears was never found. Sarah was never found. She yeah. was the first to go missing. Yeah. but they do
5: believe she's um, she's part of it. And I spoke yeah. to her father, Don, who believes you know she believes she she was murdered, and he would just like to to have a body so you know something to. You know, oh, absolutely, yeah. lay yeah. your yeah. child to
2: rest. And want an awful twenty years for these well, families. For, well,
5: I mean that's the thing. That's one aspect of the story is, you know what does it do to a family, to a father, to mm. a brother? I mean I speak to Jane Rummers' brother who's never spoken before. You know what what does it do to this family after? You know, one thing not not having, you know, I hate the word closure because it's you know it's a, it's, a, of course, it's yeah. a terrible word. But sure. what, you know, what does it do? Not having some sort of resolution or some answer, mm. and especially in the Spears family, not even having a body or knowing what happened to her. Don's case, Sarah's father. I mean, you know, he was broken by it. I mean, he kept his phone on and he was taking every call from every psychic, every oh. lead, every crackpot out there. Mm because he thought one of these calls might be right. And, yeah. you know, and he would find himself in, in a swamp at 2am in the morning, walking yeah. around a swamp because some psychic had told him that her, his daughter's body was do there. You, do you yeah.
0: find that the family members that you've spoken to of the victims... Are they are they still living in Perth? Are they, I mean,
5: they're they they're in, in Perth. I mean, Sarah's family's in Darkin, or uh, Don works in Darkin. They're, yeah. they're, a, they're a country family. But, but, yeah, they are in Perth. Uh, psychologically? Um, you know, they... It's you know I mean be, we we can we can't imagine you know, can't what they've gone through. That. I mean I, I know when you know when I was speaking to Adam Rimmer, you know Jane's brother, he's growing up with his with, with you know he was a big brother. You know your, your job is to protect your little sister. Yeah. You know and 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 there are all these these sliding door scenarios. You know he was going to go. I think they they invited her out somewhere and she said no or he said no. There was some yeah. something on that day. So it's always so one thing they with what if what if yes we'd yeah. gone out with a what if I was there. You know why didn't I do this and um, you know there's an extraordinary thing with don Uh, on the night jane went missing he was actually in claremont this is sarah's dad just by coincidence, he, he actually he went out there because he wanted to see where his his Sarah was. But it coincidentally was the same night Jane went missing.
1: Now mm. these crimes, I mean, it changed Perth because it it made us realise you didn't need to be taking any huge risks, you didn't need to be anywhere particularly dangerous to actually be under no, threat and no. be unsafe. And it still resonates through Perth today. Now there was a gentleman who was under suspicion by police, and yeah. the police were following him. And you've actually spoken to his mother. His
5: mother, yeah, and uh, he he didn't want to talk. He's still, you know, he's still obviously quite broken. I mean, he was followed for years. Mm. His name was leaked to the media. They bugged. I mean, and, and there were there were some quite a, you know sort of black humorous incidents. And, You know, there was one case where he his his office was bugged, and the weight of the bugs and the camera of his on his desk fell through the roof and fell into his desk, oh. and exposed the um the operation. Another wow. time the um. Oh. The cops had a, had surveillance on his house from the scout hall across the road, mm. and it was meant to be secretive. But they, um, they there was some council dispute of them not paying the water bill, so it came in on all the council meetings. So, but it was it was never a secret; that he was followed. But. His family were told years after the fact that you know he's no longer a person of interest. Right. But everyone in Perth still believes. You know, I mean, since the promos have gone to air, I've, my phone's been running hot, and everyone you know names this bloke and says, you know, You've, have you got him? Is that the bloke? Is that the bloke? Oh, you know? okay, right. So he's still he's still living with it with You
2: know. How about the taxi industry and so many people in that industry? They went through the ringer for a long time. Yeah, they all got as well. DNA tested.
5: They all. Yeah. I mean, the, the the thing was because these were three smart. Intelligent, savvy women who wouldn't take risks. You know, they yep. weren't these naive girls. And they just disappeared from a very busy area. And Claire, one of those stages, died down a bit now, but that was, you know, mm. a hub. Mm-hmm. I'm like, not remember, And yep. and, and the, the the thought was, and still is, that they would have had to have trusted whoever they got in the car with, if they got into a car. And it would be inconspicuous. It would be something that no one would notice. If you're walking past you see a girl get into a cab, you're not going to remember it. It's going to be just... There's
2: no struggle or argument involved. No
5: struggle or argument. I mean, well, mm. we, well that, that we know of. I mean, there, mm. there wasn't. And all three just vanished.
0: This was national news. I was over uh, doing radio in, in Queensland, and I remember how vividly it was reported back then. Mm. But for you to come here nearly 20 years on... Uh, try and get some bend some ears in the police force. Do you start by ringing the commissioner? Do, where do you start as far as your, your well, journalism? Well, I started. I
5: started with um. You know, I'm 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 a Perth boy. I mean, I grew up here. I was I would be the same age as, as the girls were. I mean, I, I yeah. remember going to those, those those places. And I've got you know contacts in the police here, and I and I contacted them, and I said, you know, we want to we I want to do the stories coming up to twenty years, and I didn't think there'd be an issue. I thought, you know, and and at that stage. You know, we were trying to say, look, something might come out of this, you know, you know, maybe 20 years on. And certainly Paul Ferguson, the original head of Macro, who's who's, who's come out of retirement to talk, he's saying that he believes the the climate is right now because whatever relationships the killer may have had, whether it be a partner or a family member or a friend that may have kept them silent 20 years ago. They mm. may be prompted to talk now. It may yes. just be the one thing—just yeah. seeing Sarah's dad on on camera, seeing Jane's brother, some a plea from someone or a right. threat. And he, they say, I mean, he's still confident. He's still confident that the killer will be found. And he, and he thinks the killer will, will be watching the show, which is quite extraordinary. A couple of times, he sort of points to the camera and he says, "I'm not—you know—I'm not just talking to you, Steve. I'm talking to the killer now." Right. When I'm talking to you.
2: Yeah. Not thinking they in the south of France. Uh, yeah. Well. I well yeah. I yeah. wonder whether the killer still lives here or. You, well, you know?
5: well, I mean the the, the murders. You know, for for all intents and purposes, it seemed to have stopped. So there are many theories: a killer could be locked up, committed uh, another could have, crime, right. could be dead, could yeah. have moved, or could have changed his MO. And and once once the bodies were found, he changed his his pattern. Yeah. Right, I mean, certainly, right. there's another policeman we speak to who was a it was a, a vice officer here in WA, and he talked of many many prostitutes going missing around that time, yep. you know, just as a, but you don't, but you don't know what happened to them, but there's, you know, he, he's saying, well, they mm-hmm. could also be caught up in this if the killer changed his, his way of operating. You just don't know. Yeah. Mm.
1: Okay. So this special will actually show these interviews with these families yeah. and with all the people that you have spoken to over that's the last right, five months. That's right. That's right. And
5: I'm also doing a series for the West as well. So in, in depth on, on these interviews and, and things like that. It, it is, like you said, it's, it's something that's, that's embedded in Perth DNA. It really is. I
2: to do hosting work around that time in my late twenties in club, uh, club Bay View, quite yeah. a quite a bit so clement was buzzing actually yeah, going yeah. off but it affected me then because it was so eerie to be so close to the action but also later once i had a daughter that really affected me this well, well this, was- this
5: was a time i think people now might forget or a younger generation uh, they're a bit more complacent but this is the time before mobile phones so if you yes, yeah. if you wanted to go somewhere you'd have to go to a phone box and call a cab from a phone box you meet a friend you have to you know ring them up on, a, on, on the home phone and say meet me at this place hmm. so it wasn't a, it wasn't a time you could quickly just text people and do that cause that kind of things, And I just remember parents weren't letting their kids go out. You know, they were dropping their daughters off, you know, and, and the, the taxi industry suffered. I think there was a 60% downturn mm. in taxi rides because, you know, n- no one trusted anyone. Well,
1: I know the guy that owned Club Bayview has said to me since, we had a conversation, and he said, at the time when it happened, they had to arrange buses to take all the ladies home every night at the end of the night, and guys would try to get on the bus just to get a lift home, and mm. they'd go, nope, that's it, and they'd drop the women to their doors. And also,
5: and also CCTV is, is interesting because there would have been security vision of her last movement's in Claremont, but there was a ton had VHS tapes mm-hmm. in season and they, and they would recycle them every 24 oh, hours. Oh, no, so, so, by the time they went to get this, the, the tape, they'd already been recorded over mm. the next right. night's. Yeah,
2: yeah, you yeah. there you go. We'll uh, see you. Fascinating, looking forward to seeing it on Sunday yeah. night. Thanks, guys. On seven, thanks, Steve.
0: Podcasts are handy on long drives, not that people building in Honeywood would know. It's only 20 minutes from the city.